0: it way too long. and I really miss you. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Top 5s and deep dives. We're PTM. Top 5s and deep dives. with are of PTM. Top 5s and deep dives. with are of PTM. Top 5s and deep dives. We're PTM. Hey guys, welcome to Top Fives and Deep Dives. This is part two of our bonus episode Coachella Centric. This week, top five Coachella lineups, our five favorite, the one that we think are the best overall. There's a lot that goes into it, which we'll get into. But returning from last week, very special guest the one and only adam levine aka coach adam what is up
1: uh this week has been pretty fun uh looking doing all this coachella research it's made me a little depressed that we've missed so much um, over the past year and a half but very excited for going back to concerts
0: so excited it feels like there is a light at the end of the tunnel
1: Yes. And the cool thing about this, it's like, obviously, Gus and I were celebrating, this would be, you know, Coachella month. But if you look at these lineups today, it really, like, we're really looking at music history, you know, for how important Coachella is in terms of for live music and influencing other festivals, re- reunions, um, but also just like what's cool in music,
0: you know, so do you agree with that? I totally agree. I totally agree. When you, it's It's a trip down memory lane of music history going back to the first Coachella in 1999 all the way through 2019, the most recent. It's really trippy to take that trip down memory lane and just see. I mean, looking back at the first Coachella and looking then to what would have been the most recent Coachella, both of them, had Rage Against the Machine. It's just it, it's amazing.
1: Crazy. And and it's funny because you look at, let's say, the last Coachella we attended, you know, and if you look at the headliners, yes, there's no Beck headlining Coachella anymore and there's less indie bands. And, you know, there's, there's a little more electronic, a little more hip hop, but you still – If you look at the lineup and they, you know, it might, they might not be late on the main stage or late on some big stages, but you still have a ton of all types of music. And I think sometimes people see lineups now and they see an Ariana Grande headline something. And, you know, a music purist will be like, ah, you know, the Coachella lineups aren't as good anymore. But we talked about this a little last week, like Coachella is still getting, you know, still getting some of the more eclectic um,
0: good gets and rare acts dude and in 2019 I thought it was sort of stacked like I had so much to see there was there was great electronic there were some great rarer acts of of sort of the time right now I mean you had outside of the headliners you had stuff like you know you had you had polo and pan krangman well, rufus-
1: I've, 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 I've told you this and pan, Karangbin, bin and parcels were three kind of artists that I discovered through the Coachella lineup. And it was three of my most fun, memorable shows in a small, fun tent.
0: What a run, what a run. It's, I mean, that was great. It's, I'm trying to think some of the other sets. Well, I mean- and, and,
1: and for me, I, I've, we've talked about this for me. It was incredible because one of the first Coachella acts, someone that you would not think would be cool enough to share a main stage with, uh, a, you know, Jay Balvin and Ariana Grande and Zed and all these big pop names, Weezer, the nerdy, you know, 50 year olds put on one of the most fun sets I've, I've ever had.
0: Amazing. And one of my personal uh polo field dreams has been to see tears for fears and although we haven't gotten them for a full set the fact that they came out and did everybody wants to rule the world with weezer i mean just absolutely blew my mind and was everything so cool ever and then they watched. also
1: had the um the girl in uh, tlc right yes um, at, on your weekend
0: yes so. It was... And it was cool.
1: I told you that my weekend, they decided they didn't have the guests, but they, uh, they had a few more of their like hits. They did some of their show songs and it was just, it was just greatest hit set. And it was so fun. So cool to see them on the polo fields, um, this late in their career. And I think they were like, if you look at the, um, um, if you look at the, like the replay, like I think it's on YouTube. It's like, they're so blown away and like taken back by like the crowd they have, you know, 20 years later back on the fields.
0: Yep. It it was unbelievable. It's just Um, the whole lineup, man, the Yuma tent that year was amazing. Um, Right.
1: Amazing. Yuma tent. You're, You're at the Yuma tent a lot more than I am. And by the way, I'm, I'm not against the UMA tent. There were just a lot of acts that I wanted to see that was outside of it. Um, and then what I discovered this year is, you know, the one negative about Coachella, if you're someone like us who, you know, we like to have a few cold ones in between, in between sets is, you know, you have to wait in line sometimes to go to a beer garden to buy your $10 beers and it kind of sucks. But I discovered the best thing ever in Coachella for me, and I, this has been going on for a few years and I'm pissed I didn't know about it, is the Sonora tent oh. is usually half full and has really good like indie rock artists. Like I saw some really good sets just kind of in between where like normally we'd be sitting down and having a beer and instead we were in air conditioning seeing good live music and having, having a, beer. a beer. And and there's some, there's some really good, like some really good indie acts like Hopalon, Soccer Mommy, U.S. Girls. Like it was really fun. And, um, and it was, uh, it's definitely like my, you know, if my kind of, uh, um, Tip for anyone going to Coachella that if you have some time to kill, go to Sonora, check out some live music, have a beer in the air conditioning.
0: I couldn't agree more. Sonora tent l- lineup was fantastic in 2019. Also, we have to drop Apex Twin came came you know played the Mojave tent. Re- I really rare it, and
1: it was a tough one for me because I it was Weezer and Parcels. Well, I had to and so I got many. both of them.
0: I thankfully saw some uh, some of him, some of him. Um, but it's like yeah, it, there were so many great people. You yeah. I, did you go put on Cuddy one. or Bass That I, was a good, that was a tough one. I, funny enough, I did. Uh, what did I do? Because Tame Impala ended. You know what. I walked by Base Nectar, and I wanted to go to Cuddy. I'm a big Cuddy fan, but I just didn't want to fucking deal with the Sahara 10. I just wasn't in the so, state of mind. Th- I if, ended up going so you, to Major Laser at the Do Lab, which actually was a terrible set of the first set I've ever seen of theirs that I did not like. But so
1: I ended up doing the same. So if anyone doesn't know the Do Lab, it's it used to be this tiny little hippie stage, and it, it now it's like this big section of Coachella, and they have like really cool you know electronic acts, and at night they always have. Surprises and big name surprises. And I saw Fortet and played a cool um that's a incredible. cool surprise a surprise set. And it was because I I basically, it's a joke If you had to Coachella with me. As as I turn 30, my nightmare is going to the Sahara for anything that's gonna be crowded because it's just miserable for me. It's the one time I kind of feel my age at Coachella in the tent. so Same. So so I would if if there's anything a little better than the Sahara, I would rather do that. And but the but the problem is Tame just ended. I'm feeling great. And someone says Kanye is on stage with Cuddy. And I'm not gonna miss Kanye, even though Kanye today obviously isn't the old Kanye. So I'm running to see him. It's exactly my nightmare. I can barely move. We're way outside. And we ended up going to see 410, and it was a nice end to my evening.
0: Amazing. And and I will I have to say one thing about the Sahara. So The new Sahara, I understand. So a a few years ago, they installed the new Sahara. The old one always had these bottleneck issues with the crowd. It was dangerous. But the new Sahara, it does not curate the right vibe. That The old way that they had it set up, the long way where you're staring down the tunnel, there was something special about that that was great for a stage. This new one is so... It just feels generic and impersonal, and I, I hate it. I I get right, it for and, Crowd Flow, but I don't like it.
1: And luckily for me, ninety two percent of the artists I probably want to see aren't going to play there, so Same. it's it's no love lost for me. And let the let the high schoolers uh, enjoy it.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so twenty nineteen, great lineup. Anyway, we're here for today.
1: Let's do it. The Where history our
0: top five lineups.
1: And so Damn. just for the people at home these are not ones we've been to these are what we think history of Coachella are the best lineups and the most impressive yes. and for me and for me I did mine based on you know based on headliners impressive. Oh, wow. This band was so, or this artist was so big and they were playing earlier in the day, just like a stacked lineup. And then rare gets, you know, maybe it was a reunion. Maybe it was someone that hasn't played very much, you know, something where it's, you didn't find another festival. So that was kind of what I basically did. I mean, there were so many good lineups. This was a tough one, but that was kind of what I
0: look for. I'd say I was somewhere along the same page. I think I veered a little bit more into a little bit more into choosing favorites in terms of just, I really looked at how stacked is this lineup? How much music is there that I know I'd be interested in going to see. I did take into account rarer gets. Sometimes it was tough because some of the older lineups obviously only had two days. They changed to three days. What year was it? It was, was it 2007? It was 2007. And, It was, it's just tough. Some of the old two-day lineups are absolutely stacked and have some, today, some very rare names or bands that are broken up, but it was, it was tough. I did a little bit of the impact of all the collective bands and artists on there. I did a little bit of picking favorites, a little bit of going to the festival itself certain years, maybe inched a certain lineup ahead a notch, but all in all, we're trying to choose some of the richest lineups in the history of the greatest festival on planet Earth. And my friend, you're you're the guest. I want you to lead us off today. All right,
1: I'm the road team. I'm leading off. That's a baseball reference. If anyone doesn't know, <laughs> I know we 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 do a little more. We, we're more pop culture than sports, but just just in case, I wanted to explain that. So, 2004 is my best year, is my fifth best lineup. It is, it's, um, it's pretty good for two days. Um, I think it's my only two day lineup and it's pretty stacked. So I think in 2004, if you look at the documentary too, they were saying Radiohead was so big at the time and they were such a big headliner and it, it was almost made Coachella, you know, a little more, a little more mainstream and people talking about it. And opening for Radiohead, the Pixies hadn't played, I don't think, in like thirteen years or something. And they were—they've been broken up, and it was their—they—they they got back together, and it was a legendary set. Actually, you can listen to this legendary set; just came available on Spotify, and you can listen to the set, and it's incredible. It just hit, 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 hit. They're so good. It was awesome. Um, so, main stage, Radiohead, Pixies. The Cure, Flaming Lips, who was so big at the time, Air, Bell, and Sebastian. But lower in the day, you had Muse. On the outdoor theater, you had Death Cab. You had Desert Sessions, which is Queens of the Stone Age. You had Broken Social Scene. You had, um, in the Gobi tent, you had Danger Mouse. You had The Killers. You had LCD Sound System. Beck, these are headliners playing in one of the smallest tents. Craft work in the Sahara, which is one of the most pop, you know, legendary electronic acts um too many DJs it's to me it's an amazing eclectic stacked lineup and that's what I'm leaving it off with
0: amazing that's a gr- that's a great pick it's for again for my personal tastes it doesn't like knock it out of the park for me but it's everything you oh, said and the the cure,
1: the cure was the other headliner by the way yeah
0: the, the cure way. and I actually love the fucking cure so I'll take that back to the grave, but I mean, it's a great lineup. It's great. Two days it's sacked. I mean, the, it's stacked, the- and, and
1: to me, you have some of the, like the coolest Sahara artists, which for me, I'm, I love a Sahara or an electronic artist. That's not just DJ, 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 you know, it's like an LCD basement jacks. I, I, I never mentioned just, you know, a, a whole kind of production and instruments. And it kind of had all of that. So I thought it was really cool. And, um, you know and then you 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 see how like i said the killers muse death cab all these huge artists on tiny tiny fonts it makes it pretty legendary for me
0: that that is a pretty fucking fantastic pick and i can't argue with that at all uh, well all right i guess it is my turn i've been going back and forth on what to include in my top 5 all week. It's just been it's honestly been killing me. And I think I just have to go for it at this point. But Let's my do it. Okay. God. My number 5 2016. That's insane to me. <laughs>
1: like I, mean, I said, it's, it's insane. I attended it and I had a great time. But if you talk if, if you look at like if, if we were if we were, let's say, with like music writers, you know, or whatever, like they they would say it was probably one of the worst years lineup
0: wise. So see, I had a this... great time. And no, no, and I'm with you. I mean, I still think it was a great lineup. I had, I loved it. I feel like this is where maybe our lineups are gonna differ a little, where I definitely took personal opinion into mine and just went like favorites. So It's like, yeah, some of the older lineups have led what these days we would consider absolutely legendary lineups. But I think some of these lineups in 15 years are going to look the same. And I tried to look at it a little bit that way. Also, again, it's like I wanted to include some that I actually had been to. And. I mean, I, I fucking stand by it, it. Look, you had I, LC, you had L C D sound system and this was like when it was our, they the, reunited. This was their first when show. they when they reunited. And as you know, I've been
1: for those at home, I've been giving Justin an L C D crash course via email of giving him the history of the bands because I love them. They're one of my favorites. And for me, it was it was cool, but you know, you know like a great show. It's all about like the crowd and like how what's their reaction. And it was very it wasn't very big there wasn't many lcd fans and i ended up seeing them later that year at fyf and it was all lcd fans and it was like 10 times better so for me and like just because of that like and you know what i mean like that was like my favorite of the three headliners and it wasn't as incredible because of that but i feel that
0: i feel that and so anyways lcd sound system you've got their reunion show more importantly even in their than their reunion show because lcd sound system was there for the only time ever at coachella you had despacio all weekend long which which... is incredible and and something i didn't really know enough about
1: till after and so there's so many times i look at these lineups and i wish like i had a time machine where i can like do it all again or go to you know festivals i haven't been to and i'm like oh my god i would have done this at this time and this at this time and despacio is the coolest thing ever it's it's basically it's it's James Murphy and I forget the guy he's too many DJs in Soulax and they just play vinyl records in like a state of the arts like sound tent uh, for the whole weekend.
0: It's the mo- It's so much fun, so much fun, and the fact that it was at Coachella all weekend was just insane. I mean, the other headliners were Guns N' Roses, who I mean, which it, was also a huge deal. Also so a I huge agree. Deal. And then you had Calvin Harris who was closing things out, which. In the code in the scheme of Coachella, it was a big deal at the time because he had had the biggest set of all time to that moment. 2014 biggest, biggest crowd. We and, both agree it's it a bad rap. Oh, yeah. The 2016 headline ticket's a bad rap. It was so fun. It was I, I don't get it. So you have them. Then for me, when I look at everything on the second and third lines, it was there was so much fun stuff. Like, I'm just going to list out a bunch of shit. You had. Ellie Golding, M83, of Monsters and Men, Foles, Jack U. Um, you had fucking Ice Cube, Disclosure, uh, Gary Clark Jr., Run the Jewels, Churches, Zed, Halsey, uh, Rye, Zella Day, Rufus. Um, okay, so did you go weekend one to this? I did. I did. I've always Did got you
1: see one. who Halsey had? Closer set with her? Who? Who did she have? So I don't think I did. at the end, I'm like kind of hanging out watching Halsey and she's like, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of my idols and it's the panic of the disco and they do the big panic of the disco song. And it was like You're the most fun Rancid surprise not
0: tragedies. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, it's like they had RL Grime, Zoo, uh, Sia, Major Lazer, 1975, Matt and Kim, Rancid, fucking, which is the set that we met at. That's, a, that's where we first met each other. True. Sure. My friend. Um, fucking Flume, Beach House, Cold War Kids. Like, I'm just naming shit. Death Grips, fucking uh, Maceo Plex, D- John Digweed, um, Justin Martin.
1: I mean, that's pretty. You know, like, I'm looking at Black it. Black Coffee. It,
0: I don't think you can curate a better
1: Saturday than Gary Clark Run the Jewels Churches Disclosure Ice Cube Guns and Roses
0: on the I mean, main th- stage. That's just the main stage. It's that's just, incredible. There's the Yuma's great that year. The fucking Lab is really solid that year. They had Glitch Mob, San Holo, Big Wild, Funk Hunters. Um, I love Big Wild. They had MK Claptone, Walker Boys, well, Sasha. And also Under-
1: Underworld, one of the all time um electronic artists incredible and i miss them because m83 but it just shows you how you know it was pretty deep the lineup so
0: oh my god yeah i totally forgot to mention underworld and too many djs of course like yeah there was a lot it was a really fun lineup with a lot to do the entire time it's like and for me i i understand some of the earlier lineups like i am at heart a rock guy so it's like seeing some of these earlier lineups Rage, fucking Oasis, like all these, you know, Foo Fighters. I go nuts for that. But it's like one thing that going to Coachella all these years has taught me is it's all about the undercard at the end of the day. And I I lean a little bias towards recent years because you have the Yuma tent. You then ended up getting the Sonora tent. Like there's just more music to go around, which just leads to more exploration. I'm with you
1: even even more to senior praises like, okay. Chris Stapleton was like a stagecoach coach headliner playing in the Gobi, middle of the day. Anderson Paak playing at the Mojave, middle of the day. Anderson Paak's going to headline Coachella one day. Like, the Chainsmokers is as big as it gets. You know, they were lower Sahara 10. You know, it's... it's, it's, On second look, it's pretty good. It's
0: pretty damn good. It's pretty damn good. And again, yeah, like, it got, like, Rufus on the come up, too. It was Rufus in the Gobi. Like, it was... There was some good shit. There was some good shit, but that's my number five. 2016, right. hit me with your number four.
1: All right. Number four is I basically, I kind of knew four of my five artists, my four of my five years. And to me, 2014 and 2015 are my favorite years going. I had the best group of friends. I had, it was my favorite music. Um, I don't think it's as legendary as my top three, but, um, I'm just in love with those years. And I think 2014 was better of the two. So I'm going with
0: 2014. And So Adam, I I have it higher. Okay, so we'll go back to it. So we'll go back. We'll go back. Okay, cool. Okay, so number four. This one might even be more controversial for you than 2016, Adam. (laughs) Okay. My number four, which is my personal favorite year going. Is 2018. All right. 2018 yeah. lineup. And I'll admit, when I first saw the lineup in 2018, I was very excited about Eminem. But outside of that, I was a little bit, I was a little bit let down. I was like, eh, I don't know. There's, I love M. I'm obviously going to go. I've been going for years. I know that I'm going to find a lot of stuff I love, but doesn't necessarily feel as stacked as other years. And for me, I have never had a more amazing weekend of music discovery than 2018. And now looking back on it, it's and this one definitely was a bit of, of bias of going, but I fucking loved it. I mean, if you look just from a, unbiased standpoint at the headliners you had the weekend Beyonce and Eminem three of the biggest solo artists of that time I mean Beyonce being probably the biggest and then you have Eminem the most famous rapper of all time and you have the weekend who I mean look at him right now he's on top of the world so three very of the time headliners and you had some really rare gets. You had Jamiroquai, one of my favorite sets for all you that listened to last week's episode. Soul Wax, which we talked about. Soul which was incredible. Jean-Michael Jarre, was I mean, I didn't go to, but again, very rare get. Nile Rodgers. Nile Rodgers and Chic, Like, you had David. Uh, Pl- that, David, Byrne. David, David Byrne. David Byrne. Who- who was fantastic. And I know that he hit the festival circuit a bit, but he still was amazing. Um, You had some awesome rare shit in the Yuma that year. Again, I know we talked about it last time. Motor City Drum Ensemble. What a set. You had so much good shit in there. You had fucking um, Chris Liebing, Jamie Jones, Joseph Capriati, Peggy Gao, uh, Kolsch, Yaji, Jackmaster, Bedouin, Black Madonna, um, you had that Craig Carl Craig Kyle Hall and Moody Man back to back to back. Um, Moon Boots, like you, you had a crazy, really good Yuma. I thought, and-, well, and
1: and it's like an historical year because it's like okay, now you you know they're showcasing Post Malone for the first time, who's the one as big as it gets. Exactly, you, know, you have. You have kind of the biggest indie type, you know, dancey, like we love jungle. They're as big as it gets now. And, yep. you know, you look at Tasha Altana, she's blown up since. And it, it, you're 100% right. And and we talked about Sunday, Cardi B, Portugal, the man, Odessa, Eminem is as good as it gets, period, even, for how great all of those four are, you know, in separate ways.
0: 100%. And even before, like, I have to give props to just, I, I didn't. See the whole sets, but it was sort of in passing. I listened for a few songs of each, like even Laney and Vance Joy on the main before those four. I enjoyed, and it's like it was a great day at the main stage. It's like, and then you, I got, some, a, yeah. I,
1: I got to shout out my fav, one of my favorite bands, Sunset yeah. War on Drugs. The most beautiful performance. Oh, so.
0: What uh, that performance was absolutely beautiful, and I will stand by for personally going that Friday was my single favorite day of. Coachella, incredible, yeah, and,
1: and 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 except for thirty minutes of Kygo, that was the only thing I saw on the main stage that day.
0: Which shows I, you, I was, was at like one hours, song the weekend, but that's it. Right, otherwise, which
1: too. shows you, which shows you when you look at lineups, people keeps, oh, well, you know, oh, who cares about this headline or Who cares about this? Where you know, it, when you see a hundred, like a hundred, like artists, you only need to have a, one good one at a time. You know, you you find six or seven good ones, you can have one of the great days, and I had it. Red Van Fleet and Bleachers started my weekend, and both had incredible sets. You know,
0: amazing, great day. And great just day. just to knock out, just to shout out some other some other bands and artists that are, are on this lineup. You've got Saint Vincent, you've got Black Coffee, you've got. Did Her- you see Saint Vincent SNL
1: by the way this weekend?
0: Uh, I didn't.
1: She, watch it, so, um, she's like Bowie now, where she kind of has a different persona every album cycle, Mm -hmm. and now she plays this, like, funky, like, 70s soul,
0: it it was incredible, incredible. I gotta check it out, I gotta check it out. No, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Um, But yeah, you had Perfume Genius, Maceoplex, Carpenter Brute, you had Rez, Alice in Wonderland, for, for, you know, the EDM stuff. You had, um, I'm trying to, Big Thief, you had... Ex-Japan, which was like sort of a rare get. You had Fleet Foxes, Alt-J, Sir Sly, A Perfect so, Circle, Miguel, so Only, only negative, Washington. Yep, tell me.
1: Tell only me. real negative. It was the only time Beyonce closed down every other stage.
0: And that was, I agree, that was a negative. I didn't like that because it just forced you to... That's not what Coachella is about. And yeah, I... And, and, and I'm,
1: not, I'm not saying anything about that. I know it was an incredible performance. It was, and it was, it was, it was cool to be there. But it's like it, it, part of Coachella is you get to make these decisions. Totally,
0: totally. No, I'm with you. Right, moving that, on. That's my number four. Yeah. So moving on. Number three, Coach Adam. All right.
1: Number three was this was the first year there was two weekends, and so you know they had to do something special. You
0: mean three weekends? Sorry. No, the first
1: year they had, no, two, two, two weekends. Like one weekend. Oh, one oh weekend two, two
0: weekends. I thought you meant three days. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm losing it. Okay. It's okay. all good. It's all good. So, and
1: so, you know, they had to have one of their best lineups, um, and something incredible. And we talked about a, a good amount last pod, but they really did. It was in my number one headliner in last week's in Dre and Snoop. Um, one of my other favorite performances is Swedish house mafia, um, just to show you how stacked this lineup was you had kendrick lamar early in the day you had Childish gambino early on the day saturday you had you had an inc- insane set. it was just, this is like the, this is like an evc lineup in alesso maddion geta cascade um, Zed's Dead, Avicii, rest in peace Calvin Harris in the Sahara Porter Robinson in the Sahara Zed in the Sahara I mean, just if you're like an EDC type person this is, That has to be the best Coachella lineup You know, in terms of in the Sahara That's incredible um, Main stage artists You also had Justice on the main stage At the drive-in, which was kind of like a reunion for them Florence and the Machine outdoor Girl Talk outdoor You had uh, St. Vincent flying Lotus In, in the Gobi tents you had M eighty three in a tent. You had um, you had it's incredible day on Saturday. Like if, if you are not into the EDC stuff, you in, on the main stage. You had Bonnie Vare, the Shins, and Noel Ga- and Noel Gallagher. Like unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, Jimmy Cliff, one of the great reggae artists of all time. Uh, Arctic Monkeys played Middle of the Day um, on the main stage. They they're a, close to a headliner now. Um, Frank Ocean played in the Gobi tents. Um
0: unbelievable lineup. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at the Sunday Sahara and for the for all the EDM people, that's that's a pretty insane lineup too. I can't believe Justice on the on the main stage. Oh, that's great. I'm yeah, this is a really fucking solid lineup.
1: And... Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, the weekend on the outdoor. Like it just just stacked. I mean, if you look at these like you know, the weekend, Kendrick and gambino in small print is incredible
0: that's crazy that is crazy yeah this is a really fucking good lineup and like you said first one with two weekends they had to go big and they did they did Yeah, and they
1: they really that that's a horror it's just insane those 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 artists i mean these are main stage you know sub headliners a
0: lot of these it's crazy it's a it's a good sahara year it's a good sahara year (laughs) The uh, Avicii Calvin Harris on, on the final day and Zed and Porter Robinson. I mean, that's that's pretty insane. All four of those. Wow. Unreal. Um, OK. It's moving on. Moving on. My number three. Is a year that I have not been to. But one of my favorite lineups, one that I think really just crushed it out of the park. That's. 2011 interesting all right so 2011 lineup you have let me let me just let me just pull it up here but you've got all right headliners you've got kings of leon arcade fire and then you have a dual headliner on the final day of kanye west and the strokes the kanye performance as adam told you all himself was one of the greatest sets ever, Coachella. Absolutely legendary. And when I look at this lineup top to bottom, I am it's blown incredible. away. It's incredible. I'm blown away. Chem-
1: I'm, I'm blown away, and I'm kind of like, maybe should have had this on my list because it's it's phenomenal.
0: It's unbelievable. The Chemical Brothers closed the main stage after Kings of Leon. Chemical Brothers probably the number one group that I haven't seen at Coachella that I'd want to see there. I'm lucky enough to have seen them otherwise. But your main stage each day is just insane. So it's like one day you have Ozzamotli, CeeLo Green, Lauren Hill, Interpol, Black Keys, Kings of Leon, Chemical Brothers. The next day, some of the bands you have, you have Trampled by Turtles, Gogo Bordello, Erica Badu, Broken Social Scene, Bright Eyes, Mumford and Sons, Animal Collective, Arcade Fire. Amazing. And, then, and this
1: is like this is when Mumford and Sons like was like the coolest like yeah. band in the world. And they were like so popular. It was actually a huge set. I remember it was like everyone
0: was there. Um incredible. I'm Young. not surprised. And then Sunday main stage, insane. Jacks Mannequin, Wiz Khalifa, Nas and Damian Marley, Death from Above 1979, Duran Duran, The Strokes, and Kanye West. Like these main stage runs are fucking outrageous. And let me just give you now some of the Sahara tent. Sahara tent, you have you have Boys Noise, Skrillix, Sasha, Afrojack, A-Track, Um, Excision, Steve Angelo, Paul Van Dyke. um you have uh oh my god, you have Perry Farrell f- f- d- DJing, I guess. You have fucking um axwell bloody beetroots duck sauce sven vath green velvet like lots of shit in the sahara you've got stuff like ratatat um the presets foster the people ellie golding um how about
1: how about 2011 was any was there any bigger songs than the fun songs
0: oh my god no and it's like it's just wait were they there am i missing yes them? sunday sunday early outdoor oh my god yes fun are you kidding it's like fun jimmy world the national tame and and paula on the outdoor one of their first like in small print like this lineup is absolutely stacked to the fucking gills from rock to indie to electronic Um, how about about this
1: one how about this one mojave tent on friday cut copy aquabats
0: robin if you and robin Unbelievable, unbelievable! Like and opening up the stage. By the way,
1: by the way, there's some Warped Tour vibes. You have Aquabats, Jimmy Eat World, Fun, Jack's Mannequin, like
0: yep. amazing, amazing. You also have on the Mojave on Saturday Foals, Two Door Cinema Club, One Day as a Lion, which is Zach de la Rocha from Raging Against the Machines, like solo project, the Scissor Sisters. That's pretty unbelievable. Amazing. Um, Great. Brandon Flowers. That's Jesus. a good one. Yeah. Cagey
1: Elephant is you nice. know, Cage the Elephant's is as big of a rock band as it gets
0: today. You know, like
1: no, that's a great lineup. Good good call. Good Thank call. You. I Thank I might have missed that one.
0: All that's right, keep I, going. That's why I did it. Keep going. Number two. Okay.
1: Number two. This okay. I would say this obviously is number two, so it's not my number one. But I think if I had to go to a Coachella, I didn't get to go to this would have been the year for the two of the main headliners and to see Roger waters on the field on the polo fields and to see which if number one headliner, I wish I would have seen live. Um I was fortunate enough to see him live, but the, I think a Coachella would have been the best, the legends, mm-hmm. the artists formerly or still known as Prince. Mm-hmm. So so, so Jack Johnson was the third one, I think there was some controversy with Jack Johnson when he headlined. Everyone kind of made fun of it a little bit, um, and you know, I, I enjoy Jack Johnson, but but the fact is, you had Prince and Roger Waters, which is just insane, just
0: insane. Um, and, and so, Adam, I'm we dis- can we can just we'll just do it now. Oh, I'm sorry. This this, you had this it. is this is my number one.
1: Okay. So you want to do this now or do you want let's to just want do it? Back? Yeah, let's fucking okay. do it now. Fuck it. Sorry, but it's, 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 I mean, it's incredible, but for me, it's, you know, I think the lineups are similar. Like there's nothing, I mean, there's some good ones I'm going to say in a few minutes, but, or a few seconds, but those two are, it's to me are the coolest headliners and Roger Waters isn't headlining that many other festivals. Prince, I don't think ever headlines another American festival. So just for that, it's incredible. Now I love and Roger
0: Waters was performing Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, that's amazing. Like insane.
1: Insane. Um, so for me, what also did it was a few others. The Sahara Tet is my dream because we talked about how how stacked the Sahara Tet was the last one I did where we talked about all those big EDM. But just a few years ago, the Sahara Tet, you have Justice, Chromeo, Dead Mouse, MIA. Above and Beyond, Hot Chip. Like, these are my favorite artists. I mean, so this is definitely a little bit, like, I'm playing favorites a little bit. Fat Boy Slim, Apex Twin. I mean, so these are just, like, not only are these, like, amazing Diplo, amazing, like, you know, amazing electronic acts, but they're not your generic, you know, acts. Yep. And, yep. and it's Modest Selector is incredible. Um, amazing. Kavinsky, then if you want to go- Does the Drive, back, the Drive song. Amazing. And then if you want, and then if you want to go back to- if you want to go back to kind of like oh let's go back to like talk about indie music rilo kiley at the time mark ronson the national vampire weekends um death cab animal collective in a tent mgmt is there breaking out in a tent tegan um, and sarah it's it's pretty amazing
0: and i mean you've you've knocked you've hit most of them but my morning jacket minus the bear one of my favorite bands actually, John Butler Trio. I can't believe that they were there on the main stage on Friday. And then you had some some stuff that you probably I don't know, you maybe wouldn't find there today, like slightly stupid, which I think is awesome that they were there. Raconteurs, the Verve. They had the Verve. That is a rare fucking get. Are you kidding? That's incredible. Like it's again, the, breeders are, me. the breeders are awesome. Like yeah. that's that's you, legendary. And you had Serge Tankian, you know, the lead singer of System of a Down. You had, you know, in the Gobi, you had some crazy shit. You had Cut Copy. You had Kelvin Harris yeah. in the fucking Gobi tent. Yeah, Kelvin Harris, a track in the in the Gobi tent. Sean
1: Penn, spoken word. If anyone was at that yes. at that Coachella,
0: tell, tell us about it, because I'm I'm very intrigued. I'm very intrigued as well. Also, we'd be remiss not to mention in the Sahara, Sasha and Digweed were in there together and you know, legendary duo, obviously, and separately they, they perform as well. But I mean, the Sahara is maybe the best Sahara of all time. And when like we get said, the
1: DeLorean up and running, we're going April 25th, 26th and 27th to the polo fields in 2008.
0: Oh, it's that's, that is truly where exactly where we are going. And we mentioned Portishead and craftwork, right? And Deftab. And Portishead. I mean, cra- oh, Portishead
1: and craftwork I mean, those are Rare. Just once rare acts and that only Coachella delivers. Amazing.
0: It's just insane. So yeah, this to me, this is the, this is the goat. I'm just, I mean, it's fucking insane. I just, this is yeah. the one that I want to go- get transported back to, but I mean, I- inevitable that it was going to be very high on each of our lists. And 2008, as, as Adam said, when we can time travel, that's where we're going. And anyways, bring it to my number two. We're going back now to I believe this was maybe year number four, two thousand and fourteen. Right. And twenty fourteen, what a fucking year. That is my other favorite year going besides two thousand and eighteen. I know it's your favorite year going. It was so much fucking fun. And it if there was just, three if there was three weekends,
1: stopped. you and I could go three weekends,
0: not do any overlaps, and we'd have a great time. I fully agree. Fully agree. I mean, you had the, and that's why this one's so good. Yes. You had the first reunion of outcast. Yes. They then did it a million other times, but this is where it started. It was very exciting to see on the poster. No one knew if they would ever play together again. They're out there. You had muse, you had arcade fire. Honestly, this year wasn't about the headliners at all for me. It was about everything else, especially lines like two, three, four were unreal. Just I'm just going to go down the list a little then I'm going to hand it over to you but you had you had girl talk, Romeo, Ellie Golden, Group Love, The Knife, The Replacements, Anti-Flag, Haim, um you had fucking Bastille. I mean people don't people the don't realize the
1: the Replacements were such a huge get, you know. I mean that they're 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 so legendary and I mean it's just it's amazing. Like that that's a
0: Coachella get. Also Pharrell Williams. We've talked about that in the sets thing. Unbelievable. I mean, that's not like a, that's not an act. You really get to book a lot anywhere. And you had, you know, you had Nas doing Illmatic fully through. You had Fat Boy. The, the run in the Sahara on Saturday was at the end of the night was Fat Boy, Slim, Empire, of the Sun, Skrillex. Like you had Pet Shop Boys in the Mo, closing out the Mojave. You had the Pixies and Julian Casablancas as these surprise laid ads Bombay Bicycle Club, Future Islands, Solange, Darkside, fucking Capital Cities, Lord, Sleigh Bells, um, Foster the People, MGMT, Kid Cudi, Cage the Elephant. It's um, incredible. Beck, Calvin Harris with the famous Sunset set on Sunday. Um, you had Disclosure. You had Lana, Lana Del Rey. Yep. Uh, 1975 fucking... Um, Netsky, who I actually went to to close out the weekend, Motorhead, you had Lemmy on the fields, you had oh my god, Duck Sauce, like the Yuma, the Yuma was great too. You had fucking Bicep, Maceoplex, uh, Martinez Brothers, you had Kashmir, Nicole Mutaber, the magician. Um, without question, without question,
1: the most insane words, usually you have one or two. Oh, wow, this is a clash there was th- 3 and 4 at almost every time of like oh my god what are you going to choose
0: every single every single time slot you couldn't you could not choose i mean we did it, choose but it was hard it, it's incredible wow wow that was a fucking great one i'm uh that was such a great year Amazing. such a great year how about um, this how about this
1: do lab odessa Heineken house Thundercat, cat and gaslamp killer geez. just throwing that in like as if you need needed more, you know, more conflicts.
0: It's just ridiculous.
1: Chance the rapper earlier in the day on, on the main stage. Unbelievable. Yep.
0: yep. I think did he can I think he canceled weekend two. Um but was there weekend one. Um just yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Also, shout out to Solomon, Hot eighty two, Nicholas Jar, Duke Demont. Dixon on the Yuma tent on fucking Friday. The Yuma was just fucking ridiculous that year. And it was only the second year of the Yuma. Um Dude. What's my number, number one? one.
1: So my number one is 2007.
0: Wow. Okay. Can I say something? I will not say anything about the lineup. I'm going to let you take it away. But I just want to say. Going into this, I thought my number one was going to be 2007. Upon review, it, as you can see, somehow didn't even make my list. I'll say more about that after, but take it away.
1: So huge, huge comeback for Rage Against the Machine. And you know, like we talked about, it's not like they they did a whole crazy tour. They played a few other festival sets. You know, they they really still weren't touring. It was still a huge headliner. You're the Red Hot Chili Peppers with with John, because I always think like with, before and after is is yep. is a big thing. When and I'm this was Chili
0: Peppers. this was a peak. This was Stadium Arcadium. What a great fucking record. Yes. Like, this is
1: when this- they were at their best, in my opinion. If if you look at some of those those Stadium Arcadium like sh- tours where you had John and the solos and the jams and the improvs. It was, they're the best. That's why I was so excited to see them when, you know, hopefully we'll, we will see them soon, but I know um, I hope so. Incredible. Bjork was the other headliner and I, I finally got a student it, FYF. It's, it's really an experience. There's nothing like her. Um, Nothing like her. Um, But let's just go down the list too. So obviously you had Tiesto closing the main stage, which is still cool at the time. Yep. But, you have listen to all the headliners you have playing earlier in the day. You have Arcade Fire before Chili Peppers, Kings of Leon before Arcade Fire. You have Arctic Monkeys middle of the day. They could headline now. You have The yep. Roots and Willie Nelson. Like just think about those two, those two names I just say. Like I just I just gave you. Also like, second second
0: second on the main stage that that Sunday was Lupe Fiasco, who's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, amazing.
1: You have you have um for me, Justice LCD, The Rapture in the Sahara is yep. incredible. Um, you also have um, Richie Hodden, who's I think was the first um, electronic artist to play Coachella. Ratatat. You have the Night Solax. Watchman, which Solak's incredible. You have the, um, the Black Keys in a tent. You have the Night Watchman, which is Tom Morello. You have. Jarvis Cocker, that's an amazing one. Sonic Youth is an amazing one. Um Air, which is an amazing get. Um Against Me when I think the lead singer was still a guy. I um, love against it,
0: me. Yeah. Either way, awesome. either
1: way, I love against me. I think they're awesome. Um just 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 an incredible lineup, I think, is the perfect mix of everything. And that is
0: my number one. So such a fucking fantastic number one. Honestly, it gutted me to leave it off the list. And in hindsight, I probably could have could have snuck it on there. The reason this one's special to me is this is the moment for me, at least, you know, a kid that grew up in Connecticut and on the East Coast. And Bonnaroo was sort of our big festival on the East Coast. And 2007 Coachella is when I I found out about Coachella. I love Rage Against the Machine when I found out they're reuniting and their first show is going to be there. I mean, I I'll never forget I seeing some videos of it after and it's always been the set. I mean, everyone, of course, talks about the Daft Punk set in 2006. Of course, that's by the one I, I wish I could have been at the most, but in my heart, I would maybe even wish I was at this Rage Against the Machine set more. It's like that's that's the one I wish I was at. And it. Uh, this lineup definitely means a lot to me in that sense. I think if I'm looking at it, the more you described it, actually, Adam, I have to say it is, it is fucking incredible. I think also I left out left
1: out left out Amy Winehouse.
0: Yep. Yep. And I think and Sonic Youth. Maybe I don't know if you mentioned them. Lily, but, Lily Allen, um, DJ Shadow, fucking Fountains of Wayne, amazing.
1: Rest um, in peace, by the way.
0: Yeah, rest in peace, and uh, Black Keys closed the Mojave Tent. Uh, it's but, it, 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 it's yeah, a really me, fucking stacked lineup.
1: For me, obviously, because you know Coachella, that you know at the time when I was in high school, for example, um, you know before like 02... I wasn't obsessed with the lineups, right? I didn't mature musically. I didn't like like, as many indie bands. And for me, it was what's on the, you know, our mainstream rock and roll station pretty much. So I guess 2007 was the first like real year where it was like, oh, there's a lot of people I want to see, you know, Mm -hmm. because I I know who the Chili Peppers and Rage Against Machine are and Arcade Fire. So at the time it was like the first one I really wanted to be at and I tried to go. Um, And still looking back at it, I think there's, there's, still some of the craziest gets and so that's why it's no
0: amazing and and damien rice by the way i just wanted to shout him out too but but i would have killed to see against me on the fields but and maybe it'll happen again one day but yeah 2007 unbelievable i, I am sort of sad in hindsight that I, it's not at least like my number five or number four but what a fucking great number one i again one of the most influential lineup i think one of the most important i think the two most important coachella's for like moving it forward were 2007 and 2012 and so agree and
1: and and i think looking at this it's like pick a year and if you're really a music fan you i feel like we can sell you on any year to be honest 100 percent Like like, like I didn't like you sold me on 2011 and I'm like, I kind of wish I put it on my list. And you know, 2016, I really didn't think it was a great lineup. And then we just, we, we, we broke it down and I'm like, Holy crap.
0: Holy crap. It was pretty fucking good. And even, even the OG lineup in 99 is unbelievable. When you look back at it, super deep, like so deep. You had fucking tool raging Against the machine, the chemical brothers, Beck Morrissey, like, underworld, Jurassic Five Richie Houghton, like Mixmaster Mike, fucking Moby, DJ Shadow. It, it was insane pavement um but yeah, all these lineups are insane and and little shout out that we haven't really given to two thousand two because two thousand and two was a two day and it was absolutely stacked. you had you had on the main stage on Sunday. Mixmaster master mike saves the day most deaf the strokes foo fighters the prodigy into oasis to close it That's like incredible. that is just it's insane
1: it's incredible and then 2006 i think i got a shout out because you daft had the, the the legendary daft punk you had the madonna in, you had madonna in the sahara mm-hmm. tent um and you Which had you had kanye's first performance um I had shout out head automatica. You just had, you just had a really good kind of, this was like one of the cooler years um, of the fest.
0: Agreed. 2006 definitely was one of my honorable mentions for all the reasons you said. And just like, again, just really great gets the Depeche mode is awesome. Obviously the Daft Punk, Madonna, both in the the Sahara Carl Cox, like, and I have
1: to shout out 2017 because headliner wise, it, it was incredible. Lady Gaga, who to me had a lot more fun than the Beyonce set, um, Radiohead, Kendrick, and you had that legendary Sunday we talked about last week with Justice, yep. Hans Zimmer, Future Islands, you had Lord, Porter on the main stage. Um, it was pretty good. You had New Order on the bill, you had uh, Nick Jar, you had um x which was amazing, um Glass Animals, um Empire, it was it was a pretty good line. Good Yuma um
0: a lot of rare gets
1: definitely a definitely an impressive lineup and and very like one of the last like truly like like where we talked about how the last couple years you know you can find so many good acts on other stages like this is where i like i wanted to be at the main stages this this one i mean this was pretty 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 great it kind of catered to the things i really love so
0: Totally. And it, and it had honestly also maybe the best Yuma lineup and some of the craziest surprises. It was when they had the Skrillex surprise set at the Doolab weekend too, which I think has gone down in history as like the most legendary Doolab set. It just, yeah, 2017 absolutely deserves a shout out. It, it, it went deep on the lineup. And again, there were some really awesome gets some really rare gets that year. Yeah, great call. Great call. I mean, there's so many good lineups. Every lineup's been great. But agreed. And like you said, you could we could you could give us any lineup and we'll convince you why it's great.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean I I I think this past year wasn't wasn't my favorite, but I was ready to enjoy it. You know, it's it's funny because I'm uh like every year I kind of judge if I judge a lineup, Oh, maybe it's not as good. And then I realize I have no downtime because there's so many things I want to see. Yes. And so like, I'm looking for, there still hasn't been a year yet where I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm just going to hang out at the do lab or the Yuma, or I'm going to check out new artists. And I've, it's never happened because I've, there's by the time the line, by the time I end up going, there's like, I'm like, I need to see this at this time. I need to see this at this time. So until, until I'm not saying that anymore, like there's still to me putting up good lineups.
0: I couldn't agree more. And you know we'll leave every we'll leave everyone with this Adam. Let's discuss real quick. So, we're going to get Coachella back, fingers crossed, finally April 2022. Here's the thing. If it's you, Adam, do you want them to retain as much of the 2020 lineup that never happened as they can, or do you want it to be as new as possible?
1: I think I think it's got to be a little half and half. Um I I, fully I agree. think so I think for example I think they're going to try to make to as things are improving and Rage had so many dates I think Rage is going to try to make up their half their tour this year. So I think it's not and there's it's not a trump year anymore. Like I think it was more important if Rage started the tour played last year. I think mutually I think they're both okay parting ways as headliner wise. So as much as I'm and by the way, and as a rage fan, I'm finding rage somewhere else, you know, let, let them play five nights of the forum or something like I'll you know say this
0: playing- as Rage Against the Machine is my number one bucket list act. So long as they play another show in the fucking world, exactly, and they don't just scrap the reunion. I'm good. Exactly. They don't have to be a Coachella, although it, I would love it
1: as I'm long as we like- can see them. I'm looking at the lineup, like I think Tom York, like I think Radiohead's been off a long time. So I think maybe Tom York kind of that album cycle's done. I yeah. think there's a few, I think there's a few on the lineup that like might not be as, might not be as, uh is important um and as relevant. But, you know, I think, I think, you, you know, you want to have good faith. You want to have good good uh, relationship with these artists. So I, I think everyone's going to get the opportunity for the most part. I think so um, too. But, but it will be interesting, you know. It will be interesting. I think there's, you know, I think there's some artists the last like year or two that they're a lot bigger, like you know, like like I think Lane Eight would be would be a higher print now,
0: um, for example. Um, well, so I think know. what's going to be real, yeah. I think some like also you've got um, who did they have on there that they got a lot bigger actually? They had um, I Megan think, like, Stallion, Megan the Stallion, the baby, um. they're pretty high
1: already but I
0: get what you're saying yeah I guess they're pretty high but there's like a couple people I guess I'd have to I'd have to look a little bit closer but there were a couple artists that I was like ooh like they got them sort of at a steal and they then ended up blowing up to degree and with that same thing said there's some artists on the lineup that were sort of had maybe one big song at the moment that wouldn't even come close, I don't think, to the second or third line at this right. point. Like but, Friday,
1: like Friday, Friday could be completely different because if there's no rage, maybe there's no run the jewels. Mm-hmm. There's although no, there might be
0: they're Coachella favorites, but it but, seems but, like
1: maybe Calvin Harris was a last minute kind of just add on, you know. So,
0: so here's what I'm going to say: if if I had to give you wishes to stay, and I, I won't say rage only because of what we said about if they're playing somewhere else, I'm okay with that. I would love them there, but for me. I need lane eight there on the fields. He's never played. He's perfect for it. I think he's going to be there no matter what. I I need lane eight there. I really want fat boy slim to come and play in the Yuma as he was supposed to. I'd love duck sauce to come as well. Um, I really would actually love Calvin Harris because he's got that love regenerator house project, which is awesome. And I can already see maybe a surprise do lab surprise Yuma. Then who knows what he's going to do on the main stage? I mean, he's he's a Coachella was, legend. Like I was very excited. No, I completely
1: agree. I was very Caribou. excited to see Car- Caribou. You took it out of my mouth. One of my oh, favorite sorry. albums last year. No, 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 it was, it was great. Um, one of my favorite artists last year. Um, I was I was definitely super excited for Caribou. Super excited for Hot Chip. Um, all oh, yeah. of my favorites. Um, that Saturday is stacks because you, you know disclosure bloom disclosure. So.
0: There's, I hope pretty much everyone we just mentioned, I really hope they retain. I, I'm not a big Frank Ocean guy, but I know he's a really rare get and a lot of people were looking forward to him. So for everyone else, and, I, I'm hoping yeah, they hold Yeah, And it's funny right.
1: because Lana, Lana was kind of touring off her, her, her album that was relevant two years ago. I loved, but I'm not that into this album. So it's like, I could go either way.
0: Hey, I'll tell you who I want them to pick up. And I know you agree because we talked about this a little Dua Lipa. Get us Dua Lipa on the lineup. That would be so yeah. fun.
1: All right. If if I had to replace the headliners, all right, because let's say they're all, let's just toss them out.
0: Toss them out. Give,
1: give me Dua. Give me Dua. Give me Foos for some real rock and roll back on the fields.
0: Mm-hmm. Who's your third? And
1: I guess we need some sort of hip hop maybe.
0: I don't know. What do you think? if you had foos do i i'm trying to think who you could realistically have for a third um who could be in the pool they're not going to have two rock bands as much as i think that'd be great but exactly because i know a couple of people online have been throwing around oh what if maybe fleetwood mac did like a big you know one oh, like yeah. a final show i mean that would be crazy well, but be... give me
1: dua give me fleetwood and then you, 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 give me travis scott or any kardashian
0: any anything i don't really care <laughs> <laughs> so. oh yeah no i think any anything if you could get us like a classic act like a like a fleetwood mac that'd be dope i'd love to see foos on the fields and yeah, I think do would be great out of this new crop. Um And then we decided we need the chemical brothers on the field. We need the chemical brothers on the fields. If there's one act we can get on the fields, I think they've played the most Coachellas, or they're close. Please give us them one more time. I know so many people online want this. It would be amazing. We need the Kembros back on the field. And then
1: and then I don't I think I've told you this before, but if Adam Levine was got the job of running code, you know, being in charge of Coachella. Okay, I would have two weekends, maybe even a third now, but one of the weekends would be twenty-one and over. So the lineup would be a little better. No beer garden. Oh. We LCD sound system would be playing in the Sahara and Jungle, and
0: that would be my lineup. I mean, sounds delightful, and and desp- Despacio all weekend long. Oh, of course. Of course. (sighs) Sounds incredible. Sounds like a dream. Sounds like a dream. All right, Justin, this was great. Hey, I did.
1: I'm excited to uh, for our next musical journey together.
0: Hey, I'm looking forward to our first concert back together. I know you got tickets to the Jungle Show at the Greek in October. For anyone in L.A., they've announced some shows. We've got Jungle at the Greek. got Crangbin at the Greek. There will be... I mean, to be honest, if Kellyanne
1: Conway was doing an acoustic set at the Troubadour, like, honestly, you could get me to go because that's how much I need live music.
0: (laughs) We need it. We need it. Oh, pray that it comes back soon. Hey, and we can't wait to see everyone out on those beautiful, beautiful fields next April. But dude, this has been so much fun. Thanks for coming on and doing this. And I can't wait till we're there together. Just drinking a beer, having a good time. Catching some great music.
1: We'll do. We'll do a live pod from the field.
0: I'm in. I'm in. Man. I'm in. All right. Oh. I'll talk to you soon, man. All right. All right. Peace. Top fives and deep dives with of Ptm. Top fives and deep dives with Tyler Ptm. Top fives and deep dives with Tyler Ptm. Top fives and deep dives with Tyler Ptm.